feelings of overwhelm actually come from not knowing what to do next. So you may have a whole bunch of things that you need to get done or that you want to get done, but where you're not really sure is where to get started. And as a multi-prep teacher and trying to juggle everything that needs to get done during your prep period can be really difficult. So in today's episodes, we are going to go over the five steps to stop feeling overwhelmed during your prep period and how you can apply those on the regular to make you feel more successful, more productive, and get to leave your school at the end of your contract time. Maintaining or increasing enrollment. Staying on top of ever-changing content. Incorporating best teaching practices. These are just some of the challenges that we face as CTE teachers. Welcome to the On Your Prep podcast. My mission is to empower every career and technical educator to love going to work each day because they are teaching what they are passionate about, in addition to applying great teaching principles. As we get started, I wanted to let you know that I have a free template, places where you can fill everything out from this episode. So the five steps, and it is actually called the five steps for getting things done during the school day. And I've got it with the link in the show notes if you want to go ahead and download that so that you can actually take notes or actually apply this principle as you are working during your prep period or trying to get things done pretty much any time during the day. So the first step is going to be to brain dump. And I like to do this all the time, but my favorite time to do it is at the beginning of the week. So either Monday morning or Sunday night, I just let everything out. So everything that is on my mind. And then I kind of have this like brain dump list that I always keep on hand and it's not a to-do list yet. So it's just a place where I can get anything and everything out of my brain, and it doesn't matter if it is school-related or if it is kid-related. I'm just getting everything out so that I can actually relax my brain and just not have to worry about things. So I do brain dumps all the time. I do them before bed. I do them anytime that, once again, I'm feeling any sort of overwhelm when I'm checking my emails and I'm looking at what people are asking of me, if it's an admin sending an email, I'm just writing things down on that brain dump list so that, once again, I don't have to use my brain and keep that stored in there so that it's not like festering. So the most important thing is just to brain dump so you have it all out. You also want as part of that brain dump, if you've got any like meetings or appointments, you can also include that in your brain dump, especially if you do it at the beginning of the week. So you kind of have an idea of what is going to be happening during that week. So going on to step number two is we are going to be processing that brain dump. And you don't necessarily have to do it right after it's done. And quite honestly, I very rarely process my list after I'm done with the brain dump because like I said, sometimes I'm doing it before bed. So I'm just putting it aside or I'm doing it at the beginning of the week and I'm going to process it on Monday. And one of the key things about processing is that when you are going into that day or that prep period, you kind of have to see how you are feeling. So you can probably tell right now that I'm all congested. So today was not going to be a highly productive day for me. So as I'm going through my processing, I'm keeping that in mind so that I'm not putting unrealistic expectations on myself and not going to be able to be successful at completing tasks because I'm just not feeling super great. 
Also in this process step, you are going to select those tasks that you feel like you're going to be able to accomplish within that time period, that day, whatever you're looking at. And then you need to break down and figure out what those subtasks are in order to complete the the task itself. So if you are going to be lesson planning, then perhaps you need to figure out what standard you're going to be using, maybe what activities, and really just break it down so that you know exactly what you will need to do. So you're not necessarily, I need to lesson plan for this next week. You're looking at it in more like bite-sized chunks rather than the whole entire thing because then we're going to move on to our next section, which is step three, and we are going to prioritizing the tasks and those subtasks that we wrote. So we're going to focus on where they all fit in a priority matrix. And if you haven't seen one of these before, the first time that I was introduced to this priority matrix was with Stephen R. Covey. And he talks about priority matrices a lot. And so there are four quadrants. Quadrant one would be in the upper left-hand corner, and it is things that are important and urgent. So you will need to get these done, and you'll have to get them done first. Very frequently, though, they are really quick in completing those tasks. But if you're looking at things that might fall into that category, if you are prepping and you have your next class period and you don't have something done for the next class period, that is probably going to fall into your important and urgent. Quadrant two, which is going to be in the upper right, is your important but not urgent. So typically these are like long-term goals or something that you would like to be doing, but they're not necessarily urgent. You don't need them done by next class period, but it would be something that you would like to have completed by the end of the semester or the end of the school year. So those bigger goals and you want to have those get those done at some point because they are very important. They're just not urgent. So these are the things that sometimes we forget to put into our schedule. So you will want to put those into your schedule at some point so that you can focus on those things that are really going to move the needle with your students and their learning. Moving on to quadrant number three. So that is in the bottom left-hand corner. So it's not important, but it is also urgent. So these are things that you can delegate or push back or automate. So it could be things that maybe you can have a student do, or maybe there's somebody else in your school you can have do it. Quite honestly, these are also things that our time sucks and that they could be urgent to the other person. So like answering an email, although that could be important and urgent, but if it's replying that second to a parent where you could reply back to them at the end of the school day, that would put it more into the not important but urgent. So you'll still get to it. Or once again, you'll delegate it to someone else. And finally, we have quadrant four, which are not important and not urgent. So anything that falls in this category would go in the trash can. So just get rid of it. Now, there might be some things that could have moved from one quadrant to another, and now they are in this not important, not urgent. So for example, if you have an assignment to grade that your students turned in two weeks ago and any feedback that you are planning on giving them will not really benefit them because they have moved on already from that. This is something that you can just get off your plate. You can throw it away because if you didn't have the time 
when it was first assigned and turned in to then turn around and quickly give them feedback, it is not going to be worth it to them at this point in time. And it's not worth your time to go through and add feedback that is just going to get tossed in the garbage. So you will learn from this and possibly change maybe how you structure your courses, your assignments, and decide on whether or not you can actually handle that load of the grading and the assessing and the feedback. But no, for right now, cut yourself some slack and just get rid of it. So now that you've figured out what things are taking priority and what you really feel like as a process you can get done with that day, you're going to plug it in and you're going to put it into your time blocks where you could be actually getting things done. So typically I've got like a before school time block and then a prep period and then after school. And you're going to want to assign those tasks for each block and then put some like tasks together so that you can batch or get them all done at the same time. So if you are going to be answering emails or even sending emails back, have them all at once rather than sometime in the morning, sometimes during prep, and sometimes after school. Try to have it so that it's just one time during that day. That way you can get them done faster. You'll also want to consider the amount of time that you have within that block and your energy level. So my favorite time when I was teaching, I think it was my second year, but I had first period prep and I am a morning person and I got so much done in the morning. So I would try to have my most like creative thinking tasks done in the morning. So I had from like 7.15 until 9.15 because I had that morning and my prep like all together. But sometimes I found that I would waste my time because I would be doing menial things like email. So really to be the most productive is think about where your energy level is. And if you're really productive at a certain time of the day, then try to have your creative, your planning, those kind of processes that you are accomplishing during those times of the day. After school, you could be dead. And so this may not be a time where you really want to have to like think about a lot of things. So after school is a great time to do copies. You already have your copy, your master done, whether you are delivering it to the copy center or you are making the copies yourself. It doesn't really take a lot of brain power to get those copies done at the end of the school day. So that would be a great task to do at the end of the school day. For the last and final step, you are going to be doing a daily shutdown. So this is meant to be really quick. So you are going to set your timer for five minutes so that you can actually reflect on those things that you have done. I have found out that recently, the more that I reflect on my productivity during the day and the thoughts and feelings that I was feeling and thinking as I was doing those productive activities, the more productive I am the following days. And I admit that I'm not great at doing this every single day, but when I do it, it makes a huge difference. So the five minutes broken down, you're going to do minute one, you're going to write down everything that you accomplished that day. So once again, you're setting a timer, you're just writing down everything that you accomplished. For the second minute, you are going to evaluate how your day went. So what was your stress level like? Did you get things done? Just kind of just, you're just evaluating how everything went. And then minute three, you're going to look at how are you progressing with your goals? Were you able to work on any of those things in quadrant two? How are you doing with that? 
you can think about like your students learning, how are they progressing and how are you as a teacher helping them reach those goals of proficiency. Then minute four, you're going to think about three things that you are grateful for today. And quite honestly, it could be that you taught bell to bell and you didn't have a lot of time at the end. It could also be that that one of your students ended up working for the entire class period and they were fully engaged. So it doesn't have to be like huge momentous things, but just try to find the small things that you're grateful for. They don't even have to do with the school day. It could be that someone brought you a drink. It's all going to be good. Okay. And for the last minute, you are going to make some notes on tomorrow's action items. So it could be things that you weren't able to fit into your day. So maybe you had written down the processes, things that you had wanted to get done, just didn't get done. You could also let yourself know where you ended a task so that you can pick it up easier on the next day. So you're really just going to just make some notes for the following day. All right, so we're going to wrap up this episode. So once again, let's review the five steps and my challenge to you is to deliberately think about these five steps for sometime during this week. So the first one is going to be to do a brain dump. And quite honestly, if you don't get anything out of this episode except for practicing brain dumping, you are winning. So we're going to, step one is brain dump. Step two is process. So you're processing your brain dump. Step three is you're going to prioritize. So you're prioritizing what you had processed in your brain dump. Then four, you're going to plug it in. So you are plugging it into the time blocks that you are having to get things done during the school day. And then finally, you are going to do step five, which is a daily shutdown, which will prepare you to be ready for the following day. One of my favorite things is to hear from you and for you to let me know how things are going in your classroom. So if we haven't connected already, find me on Instagram at Kristen Masick, K-H-R-I-S-T-E-N-M-A-S-S-I-C. Until next week.